Hello, and welcome to yet another episode of Historical and... Mysterious. Thank you, With Jay. <laughs> you did not set me up for that at all. <laughs> no, I didn't. Like, all right, no, I didn't. I thought you were going to be. I thought you were going to be yeah. smooth with it, but you weren't. Yeah. Oh well, that's we're, not what we planned. How many episodes? You. Anyway, I'm Ian. And I'm Jay. And uh, this, yeah, this is another episode. And how was your week? Uh, my week was very uneventful. I just watched a shit ton of movies. Oh, a yeah. lot of movies. I just downloaded a lot of them because I. Uh, Wait, I, that sounds is like illegally. Uh, no. Because I know that, like, in the past week, you and I have watched three movies that are seem very, very new yes, to be the, playing on my television, considering that I haven't paid for them. It's it's a little it's shape, a little bit illegal. Former fashion. <laughs> it's just a tad. It's just a tad. <laughs> but I have to say, um, the Shape of Water was yes. amazing. The 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 fact that she the. That she fucked the they, they amphibian, fuck. Spoiler the fish alert. man. Yes, she fucks a fish. It bothered me a little. It, it did. Kind of took me out of it a little. Absolutely. It took me out of it a little. Not so much that I didn't like it or that I'm like, ugh, but it's still wonderful. And I love Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. He's Guillermo del Toro. Sounds like a yogurt flavor you just said. Um, <laughs> I mean, ugh. I mean, that... Actually, that sounds quite exotic. Maybe it's really good. Exotic ice cream. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> um, but yeah, Shape of Water was good. Uh, then we watched... Call 30 me billboards. 30 billboards, yes. 30 billboards? Three oh, that's billboards. That's a lot of bet. She, she a spent lot a money. lot of money. Now, she had th- a message. Yeah, she spent enough with the three. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it, was, it, was, it was good. It yeah. was good. It, it, it had a lot of problems, of course. There's no redeemable character in it, of course. Exactly. And, everything. But, um, and then the latest one was, oh, Call Me By Your Name. Call Me By Your Name. Which... Everybody's been talking about it. Yes. And everybody's like, oh my god, it's this monumental thing. And... Isn't it so sad and blah, 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 blah. And you kind of touted it. Not quite I so dramatically. Yeah. I like it too. I like it a lot too. But we watched it last night. And when I watched it, I'm like, oh, you mean like what it's like being a young gay guy? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, like, <laughs> I guess I saw more of like a story about your first love rather than gay men. <laughs> but yeah, it is like that as well. But I well, no, I think it, it was, was that to too. Universal. I'm just saying that like that's kind of the gay experience yeah. of that because you kind of have... You know, a lot of times these circumstances thrown in where you can't really, it's not easy to, like, yeah. actually do it. You just kind of have a thing for a while and it goes. And that's very common. And, I mean, the setting was 1983. I imagine that kind of thing was even more common exactly. back then. Yeah. But, anyway. No, I thought it was a beautifully done movie. I thought it was a very good story. I thought it took forever for them to hook up. <laughs> and that older guy kept saying no for way longer than he needed to, in my opinion. Um, but that we had that whole long fucking discussion. We last did. Night. We have a discussion anyway, about this. Anyway, all good movies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, so. How was uh, your week? Uh, good. I also started another series on Netflix. I think that What's one you called? The one in, where they're in jail. And Orange is the New Black? Had, no, 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 no. Deputy Gay ge- Man. Oh, lock, lock, Locked Up Abroad? You kept watching that? Yeah. Oh, no, it was not Locked Up yeah, Abroad. Yeah, but there's literally, up it's like a, a legit show, like a documentary show of a real prison. Yeah. And there's this guy who's a deputy, and his real name, like he's legitimately Deputy Gay Man, spelled G-A-Y-M-A-N. And he works at a prison. And he works in a prison. <laughs> I... <laughs> 
Oh my gosh. That... I cannot imagine. And you know what? The only thing, the only thing that would make it better, uh-huh. I honestly believe this, is that if he were actually gay, <laughs> it would then like, like, especially today, maybe it would minimize it maybe just a little. Right. It's like, well, yeah, well, it's, like, it's fitting. Uh, <laughs> I mean, gay man. He's like, that's right. Uh, I have. <laughs> jokes. But then it's like, okay, whatever. Yeah. Whereas like, if he's straight, it's like, ugh, I, I don't know. I just, I feel like the way I visualize it, that. Yeah, it would, it, he would endure a lot. He would, he would get a lot I of, like... <laughs> if he was gay, it would make it And there's better. also, when I watch that show, there's also, like, gay guys that are, like, in prison, that are prisoners there. Yeah. But they, like, stay in their cells all day because they don't want to get fucked with. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> I could never go to prison. Are you fucking kidding me? And those guys were, like, bigger than me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, anyway. I think all of them, I mean, they're bigger than me. They have terrifying guys in there I'm with, a, like, skulls on their... I'm a, I'm a 27-year-old tiny boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please don't refer to yourself as tiny boy. <laughs> I mean, practically. <laughs> um, but uh, no, that it's a good series. You learn a lot, and there's a lot of yeah, dangerous fucking people out there. Uh, well, um, so you well, didn't I was, really do anything? No, I just basically yeah. Again, I yeah. legally and down I to the movies. Too, you just you know? worked, yeah. And I thought you were getting sick because there's a flu going around for a good little bit. Turns out I was just And then he over. was just being dramatic. I walked in after everyone at work was, like, I, sick. And then I'm like, are I you doing all right? He's like, oh, I'm not feeling too hot. I'm like, what's wrong? Oh, I, I'm nauseous, and I have a really bad headache. And I'm like, that sounds like the flu starting. And I immediately ran to my room. And then I was just like, and then, it, like, an hour passed. And you're like, I don't have the flu. I was just hungover. And I'm like, what? Who doesn't say I'm just hungover? No. <laughs> Way to scare me. Yeah, well, I mean, it was funny. <laughs> It was funny, but well, I also thought go. we were in that new... What was that movie with the Contagion. outbreak? Contagion. I thought you uh, were Gwyneth I mean, Paltrow. <gasps> no, I would not be died. Gwyneth Paltrow. Straight up die. I would first. not be Gwyneth Paltrow in that movie. How dare you? I, you would be I would totally be uh, Marion Cotillard. I, I did be, not say that name right at no, all, I don't think, but whatever. Fuck off. Uh, um, I, or I would be... I don't want to be Jude Law because he was a dick. <laughs> Um, I'm Kate Winslet. I, she did then you would the fucking good, die. But she did it for the good of everyone. Oh, she made God. some strides right. to getting um, the cure. Who would I be? I don't want to... Oh, God. Who's the I, guy that was immune to it? Matt Damon. Just be Matt fucking Damon. Yeah, but he got cheated on, and his wife died after that. Like, he, <laughs> he couldn't, even, she, he couldn't he got, even fix the situation with her. He found out after she died. I, it's like, oh, you were... I don't want to be the character and you's dead. We that can't got even cheated fix on. Oh, my goodness. I don't want to be that character. Exactly. That Thank gets you. cheated on. Absolutely. Ooh, ooh, ooh. You know who I'd be? I'd just be the daughter. Because, like, minimal drama. Her biggest drama was, like, why can't I leave the house? Why can't I see my boyfriend? And then she gets to live. Exactly. Yeah. If that's my biggest drama in that whole fucking situation, I'll be her. Yeah. Or I'll be the boyfriend. The boyfriend's right. I'll be him. Did he live? Yeah. Oh, wow. Happy ending Because at the very end, they did that little prom dance in their living room together. That's true. I remember movies very well. I'm a yeah. movie connoisseur. I am. Old and new movies. Just consume them all. Yeah, I can talk about fucking... You have, uh, no, you have a shit ton of good movies. You're looking yeah. at them now as we speak the DVD collection mm-hmm. above the TV. And yeah, it is no, quite I can talk about The Shape of Water and I can talk about Citizen Kane. Hey, so. versatile. But, yes. <laughs> In more ways than one. No. Um, all right, all right, Jake, come on. What? what? Okay. I think there was a boo boo just for uh, uh, yeah there was a boo boo we a disconnected are we are we still live I I mean live so. in recording sense.
Yeah, we're still live. Oh, score. So we just got off like a moment. Yeah, because I unplugged the cord <laughs> from the... Re- ah, shit. <laughs> we're oh, doing man. this out of the living room, so it's it's normal. Yeah, it was a... Yeah, it was, it was uh, a human error. It was uh, an unsuccessful pullout job, technically. Ian's fault. Um, Hashtag yes. Ian's fault. All right. <laughs> anyway, so uh, I'm with the show. I guess a quick recap this yes. week. And histor- historical mysterious. History's first. That's me. A. So... This week, my history, I'm doing the Pax Romana, or, um, yeah, it's just, I'll get into it. Pax Romana, and this is a period that spanned from 27 BCE, or um, what was previously commonly known as BC, to 180 CE, or previously AD. Got it. And I'll be using those terms BCE and CE instead of BC and AD. Got it. Okay. And I I think I've made this distinction in a previous episode. Yeah. Yeah. But just again, to clarify. Anyway, so... Um, sources, blah, blah, blah. All right, so I'll just be going over, uh, you know, just a brief overview of what it was and, you know, the initial political scene uh, that led up to it and the circumstances that led up to it and then, you know, who started it, who continued it, and then how it ended, you know, and all that stuff. And it's just very brief overview because this is 200 years of history and I don't even go over all the emperors in detail. Even the ones I do go over in detail, it's like minimal detail. Got it. Like two cent, like it's just too much and it's like an hour long show. So (laughs) here we go. What was the Pax Romana? Well, the Pax Romana, a Latin term literally meaning Roman peace, represents the long and extended period of relative peace, prosperity, expansion, and advancement of the Roman Empire. During this time, the Roman Empire grew to be 70 million or more all across its regions. This period spanned approximately 206 years from 27 BCE, like I said, to 180 CE. Uh, from the time of Augustus becoming emperor to the death of Emperor Marcus Aurelius. And we've all heard of him. I mean, yes. even if you don't know about him, you recognize the name. Yeah, it's a familiar Marcus name. Marcus Aurelius. It's a powerful name. Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. Scary, actually. I mean, is it? Yeah. Roman as fuck. <laughs> uh, by which time the emperor spanned from England uh, in the north to Morocco in the south and Iraq in the east. Wow. Traveling. Page turn. Yeah. Uh, the initial political scene and the build-up to the Pax. It's Pax Romana, but I'm just going to call it the Pax. I like it. Yeah. It's short and sweet. Uh, like that Pax is packing. Packing some peas. <laughs> packing that peace. Peace, like, peace, like, peace. And good prosperity. People. Exactly, yeah. not peace like a peace pipe or a dick. Anyway. <laughs> is, um, that, is a dick also <laughs> called peace? Uh, I mean, I've heard that before. Oh, yep. No, yeah, I have to. Yeah. Damn. I mean, you're a man. Come on. There goes that word. There, right. goes, <laughs> there goes Another that. one. Oh, damn. Another, another one, one tainted damn by the taint. All right. Oh. Not technically. A no, bit not at all. Um, yeah, just a little bit north. Anyway, so build up to the packs. Uh, just to start, on March 15th, though, uh, on 44 BCE, uh, just to set the scene. Got it. Um, beautiful March, spring Ooh. day. Awesome. Okay. 44 BC. So we're, this is before we we're counting down still. So we're not quite at the Pax yet. Got it. Julius Caesar is still emperor. Well, dictator. He's declared himself dictator. Oh, nice. Uh, and on this day, he is assassinated by being stabbed to death. What? Yes. I did not know. Plot yes. twist. By Brutus and Cassius, as well as 60 conspirators, all in the Roman Senate. Yeah, Very brutal murder. Yeah. And my friend. Chandel, who Shut has up. previously been a co-host Woo. while you were gone, yes, uh, she recently took a trip to Europe and she went to Rome and she apparently went to the area. 
apparently it's underground now because of so many years and the wow. city of Rome has been built on top of it now, but the actual archway that Caesar walked under before, before he, was he was stabbed to death. Murdered. Yeah. Murdered. Ooh, it's one of the last things and he saw. Exactly. It's just it's it's just really cool the way she told yeah. it. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, this was all occurring in rapid succession with all this happening just one month after Caesar declared himself dictator of the Roman world. Afterwards, three men formed a, a triumvirate. Triumvirate. That's a new word. No. Triumvirate. I'm not even... Or a triumvirate. Tri- say tri- I like triumvirate. Uh, oh. I love it. Oh. I love the vibration. Oh, that's <laughs> sexual. Okay. No, I'm going to say triumvirate because, yeah. All right. So I had to look up what the fuck that meant yeah, because I don't know I'm uneducated. <laughs> um, a triumvirate in ancient Rome was a group of three men holding power. Uh, the first triumvirate was an unofficial coalition of Julius Caesar, Pompey, uh, and Crassus in 60 BCE. The second was right here after Caesar's death, with Mark Antony acting as consul, Lepidus as high official, and Octavian, uh, who was just the grand nephew of Caesar. Ah, but who they were all in on it. Yep. Yeah, 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 they all knew it was going to happen. Had his own power and ways, and yeah. Uh, these men acted to punish Caesar's assassins and then divide up the Roman Empire. Brutus and Cassius were defeated in battle, and the great thinker Cicero, although was not um, a conspirator, uh, didn't get on with Antony well. So uh, he, they had his head cut off, Naturally. as well as his hands, and they were all put on display. Yeah, that seems reasonable for someone you just don't like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, also, he was a great thinker, and he was kind of a public figure, and he would like talk shit against it. So it was like kind Got of a it. public problem, I guess. Yeah. But, you know, he did, you know, that's like, oh, whoa. You'd be a <laughs> you problem know. for that. Yeah, their plans. Don't be a bitch. Yeah, I <laughs> <You> guess. <laughs> uh, this is all simultaneously occurring while the famous story of Antony uh, being married to Octavian's sister also begins an affair and also enters yet another kind of marriage with Cleopatra, the queen of Egypt. Damn. Everybody knows that story. These people got busy. And I, of course, when we got to this part, of course, I'm thinking of Liz Taylor and Cleopatra. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Yes. I mean, <laughs> wait. I, I love costume dramas. I guess, believe it or not, I haven't seen that one. Of course you haven't. I haven't at all. Of course you haven't. <laughs> of course I have. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. In 31 BCE, Antony and Cleopatra's joint navy was defeated by Octavian's forces at Actium. Antony tried fleeing to Alexandria, but Octavian followed, and both he and the Egyptian queen ended up committing suicide. Cue the asp. Asp? Everybody knows the asp scene. Oh. Because Cleopatra poisoned, she sticks the hand in the basket with that. Got it, yes. Yeah. Oh my God. Ask, I forgot about in that. In Egypt, is kind of like uh, Black Mamba, you know. Yeah. I guess. What a what a way to go. Yeah. Oh my God. I think Black Mamba's worse, actually. Like way scarier. Anyway, like more both are bad. Both are gonna both, kill both, you. No. Yeah. No, I'm not doing it. <laughs> I'm not doing it. I'm not even doing the grass snakes. <laughs> I'm not putting my hands in any snakes. Okay? Thank you very much. No. No. All right. Cleopatra would get that out of here. <laughs> There's no business being in this home. <laughs> I'm a Christian. No, okay. No, not really. Um, Okay, so, how Octavian became Augustus. Got it. After the whole Antony and Cleo fiasco, as I called it, Mm. and the huge battle, and uh, after, prior to all this, defeating Lepidus, uh, and managing all this in, like, a really short span of time, really, if you think about it, 
Uh, Octavian was left as the sole master of the Roman world and would remain so for 45 years until his death in 14 CE. However, even before the Battle of Actium in 31 BCE, the Senate bestowed upon Octavian the holy title of Augustus in 27 BCE, thus why 27 BCE is considered the beginning of the Pax to many. Although Augustus's rise to power was always considered suspect, he succeeded in overhauling and reforming practically every Roman institution. His work uh, as emperor set the stage for the next 200 years. Damn. Put in a shit ton of work. Yeah. Uh, but he but he was careful not to upset the Senate by outright declaring himself dictator, although he de facto was kind of. Pretty much, but know, he just didn't yeah. want to use the word. But he, he was just kind of like, hey, guys. You Let's know, not use labels. Um, I'm, I'm not going to be like Julius Caesar. I don't want that kind of power. Yeah. I actually don't think I could handle it. I just want to be head ruler I and then be, you guys be help me rule yeah know? yeah i think that's so, kind of how he's like and they're like okay 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 which is i think more conversation they got from an ember than they ever had before exactly so which probably helps um, peace a lot and, more. but he also maintained the senate uh, of course which you have to yeah. and uh the institutions of a republican government which i think was also a strong statement to the senate as well as the people that like hey I'm maintaining the republic of rome as opposed to just an empire solely run by me so like, yeah Obviously, I'm chill guy, right? Yeah, exactly. Anyway, um, <laughs> help thumbs me out up, here. Hey. Thumbs up. <laughs> hey. yeah. He was um, also the Fonz. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Plot twist. Uh, thumbs up. Uh, a successful and productive reign. Among Augustus's works were his efforts surrounding the reformation of the government and the economy by compromising between inherited traditions and changes to the economic landscape as it grew and as well as on the political and social uh, front between customs and changing views. Got it. So basically, uh, he was very good and very effective at mixing the old and the new. Kept everyone kind of happy. Bringing, yeah. Sounds like bringing people forward by maintaining Some old of the old staples quality. while, you know, like – we keep all the old bricks, but it has to be all new windows. Exactly, and stuff and exactly. See it through a new some light, new differences, you know? yeah, exactly. But not a complete new yeah. change. For change everything. the glass so we see it through new light. Yes. Exactly. Okay. Um. So, oh shit! I lost my place. This is oh. a bad thing about writing on your yeah. <laughs> and your hammer. They all looking the same. Um. Blah, blah. Oh yeah. Okay. Mixing old new. Okay. Um, Augustus also uh, made moves to expand the empire westward, along the Rhine especially. Uh, also, as one might imagine, he was seen by many to be uh, very... Um, Scary? Like, personally bossy and very much a micromanager. Got it. Which, wow. Uh, and fully, fully utilizing all the powers that were granted to him. Got so, it. It's like even though he maintained the Senate, it still seemed like he was power hungry. But also, I think it that's how he kind of was led. like that was this his is leadership. like this is how I can get all this work done exactly. is fully utilizing my resources, which is yes. aka my power, which uh, is, and would result in micromanaging and my micromanaging. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes people leave that like, way. He, you know? he is also it was probably one of those things like I can't delegate because like if I want something done right, you got to make sure he wants to see do it, it every step of the way exactly. Oh, been there. But, my, but I've also worked under micromanagers, micromanagers too. And it it's sucks. also at times not necessary, and it's 
Oh, exactly. Maddening. I think there's a time and a place maddening. for it. But, <laughs> but whatever. Anyway. <laughs> I think they probably had the same, like, thought process back then. <laughs> well, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he severely distrusted the independence of the provincial governors. He traveled the entire empire with his own army consisting of 23 legions. Wow. Uh, going around trying to secure their, uh, their loyalty. Uh, to maintain loyalty, Augustus paid the governors handsomely with both money and land, uh, something his successor would uh, follow. Wow. Which, you know, because it was successful. Yeah, you know, exactly. Might shit. as well do it, Yeah, too. fine. I'll do what you want. Uh, uh, but this was all on the condition, page turn, oh. uh, on that they all be sworn to an oath to support and protect the emperor. Okay. Uh, and they'd all sign with. It. There's no well, yeah. Well, because they were all given a whole bunch yeah. of stuff. You know, oh, previous, yeah. and, you know, Julius Caesar didn't do that. So it's like, oh, okay. I mean, this, this sounds is like nice. a sweet deal. Nice change. And yeah. we also don't fight anymore. Fine. <laughs> That's a win for everyone. Because I'm about to say, with this took care of any possibility of civil war like before. Because it kind of like, that kind of acted as like an institutionalized peace between everything within Rome. Yeah. Because so there was, before that, there would be occasion of like, you have oncoming forces as well as eruption within you take care of everything within now you can solely work on the force you, you exactly. form stability and security anyway obviously <laughs> uh blah, and an added benefit militarily was also revolts like that from the gauls and all lost <coughs> excuse me along the northern border were easily quelled like i just explained but with all this expansion, a great toll was taken on the empire's treasury. So Augustus ordered a complete census of all resources in every province, creating a, quote, framework for assessment, unquote, to impose taxes. Uh, and this and this also meant, like, going into personal homes and, and assessing all their, not just yeah. public resources, oh, wow. private resources, every, everything. Everything in the kingdom. Everything. Oh, that's not going to piss anyone off at all. Um, but... Uh, yeah, but also he managed, and apparently, you know, the treasury, each province had its own little kind of treasury, and then there was a treasury of Rome, the city. Yeah. You know, well, he centralized the entire empire's treasury in Rome, so it could be controlled completely by him. Damn. And, you know, and he also greatly expanded trade. Wow. And, you know, by okay. centralizing the treasury in Rome and controlling he it, was able to... he can circumvent any kind of selfish governors, you know, secretly it, pulling out exactly kind of taxes he knows for themselves. The funds all and, around. Exactly. And by exp and he's also with the expanded territory and the expanded economy, he can expand trade, thus expanding the economy even more. Yeah. Um okay. Things are going smooth. Uh yeah, so far. I mean, this is the beginning of a 200-year yeah. period of invention and like I said, so That's really awesome. And I bet everyone's the change of pace is like so much better from Back in the day with Caesar, oh, yeah. <laughs> a dictator. For sure. For sure. Okay, so, advancements resulting from this period. The 200 years of peace managed to make uh, way for many accomplishments, specifically in engineering and the arts. They built an extensive system of roads that were well-constructed with multiple layers consisting of sand, uh, stone slabs and cement, crushed stone and cement, and stone in blocks all in that order like from bottom wow. to wow 
Many of these roads were lined with drainage ditches. Uh, These roads were uh, significant in that they facilitated movement of troops and communication. Another vast system was constructed in aqueducts. Uh, Of course, as we all know, the famous aqueducts all over Europe, really. Uh, to carry water uh, over land uh, to farms and cities, providing water to exponentially more areas. Uh, Many of their advancements in architecture are due to their discovery of concrete, thereby making it possible to create large arches and domes, such as the Pantheon, which still has one of the largest freestanding domes in the world to this day. Oh my gosh. Uh, Also during the Pax, (laughs) many of Rome's finest writers, such as Horace, Virgil, Ovid, and Livy, or Livy, I'm not sure you say that one, uh, were writing their literary and poetic masterpieces. Oh my god, I love peace. I love this peace time. This is fantastic. Yeah, so, you know, yeah, and everyone's their best self. Side note, when I was researching all this stuff, I was like, oh wow, I didn't realize that all the cool stuff you learn about the Roman Empire. Because it was around for a good minute, but oh, like yeah. was during this specific period, peaceful time, and during a certain point within that specific period, you know. Yeah. So it was just very interesting, and you know, when you research that two hundred pe- year period of the Roman Empire alone, and you study its development, which is much clearer, I think, because of the peace and prosperity, oh, yeah. and because of the lack of war. There's no fo- you don't exactly. have to focus on that, that. There's no funds going that yeah. way, so mm-hmm. it's like oh, and then you see how they. Progresses of people in other ways, and it's like, oh, an actual society that evolves. Exactly. Anyway, so it's just very interesting to read about. Anyway, just side note masterpieces. All right, I got a masterpiece for you. Sorry. All right. Hey, peace. Um, There's that word. There's that word word again. Word of the day. (laughs) We used it in context. Or danger word. Danger word. Uh It's more of a danger word. Ow! (laughs) No. Okay. Uh Okay, so sadly, we're, we're going back to the ruler. After Augustus. Oh, rip. And then I put Tiberius. Tiberius uh, was his name? No, I, I'm, I'm oh. getting there. <laughs> okay, so, uh, back to Augustus. He put everything in place, basically, to make all this happen. He reigned uh, as emperor for 45 years, but then he dies in 14 CE. Uh, so, as a result, a crisis of leadership develops. Got it. Because... Who wants to take over? Know, yeah. Uh, the uh, senatorial class were also unsure of their power and they were still in the beginning technically of this new peace so it's like even though he gave them the face of power he still ruled with an iron fist and so it's like oh well we're not yeah sure you know if we can appoint someone or if we he just, did you know so it's like exactly. they're not there yet they're, they're, they'll get there though don't you worry <laughs> I would hope so they, they were there before <laughs> Uh, but someone did manage to step up Augustus's stepson, Tiberius, which Tiberius. seemed fitting, I guess. Yeah, um, I like the name. Tiberius, right? <laughs> uh, Tiberius uh, was dark and vengeful, though, a complex oh. man and a soldier by training. He was always suspicious of the Senate, who in turn were equally baffled by his behavior. Uh, he became a tyrant and due to his paranoia, dozens of members of the Senate and uh, equestrians were denounced and killed. The reign of Tiberius ended in any illusion that the Republic had been restored. Fuck Tiberius. Rome, the empire, was at peace. And Rome, the city amongst its people, I guess, was at peace for the most part. But amongst the government... It was not peaceful. The Senate, yeah, it was not peaceful. It was very tyrannical and... (sighs) Yeah. God damn it. 
but but it, this was the system that was managed to create. It started with Augustus. Yeah, system. yeah, so, exactly. And although this guy was like not the greatest, he kind of kept that going as much Good. as he did. I, that's um, a bright side. All right. So uh, after Tiberius, though, the third child of Augustus's adopted grandson Germanicus and Augustus's <sighs> granddaughter Agrippina, uh, Gaius Caesar Augustus Germanicus became the next emperor. However, just so you have a little better idea of who this man was, when he accompanied his parents on military campaigns, he was shown to the troops wearing a miniature soldier's outfit, including a sandal called Caliga. Hence his nickname and the name he became infamously and intensely hated under of Caligula. Oh, Caligula. Oh, I don't like the name at all. They, they must have hated him as a ruler. Oh, do you not know about Caligula? No. Oh, we're getting there. Don't you worry. Oh, we're, good. We're right here. Oh, next sentence. Here we go. <laughs> uh, as we all know, Caligula... Well, apparently not. Not all of us. <laughs> as some of us know, Caligula was obviously mentally ill on an extreme level. He was so... For example, um, his... I was going to say he was so sensitive about his hair, but he was so paranoid and sensitive about his uh, baldness that he prohibited anyone from looking down upon his head and forcibly shaved some people who had full heads of hair. Wow. That's that's the light shit. That is so petty. That's the light shit. We're getting there. <laughs> he was a vicious sadist who took great pleasure in watching people... Sorry, page turn. Uh, watching people being tortured and put to death. In fact, he often, re- he often requested that killings be prolonged as much as possible. Wow, what a fucker. Yeah, sadist, right? Uh, Caligula also had a tremendous sexual appetite and committed incest with his sisters. Oh my god. He even invited his favorite horse to eat at state dinners and appointed him to the Senate. Wait, how did this guy even make it to the top? How did, like... How does his behavior... His behavior must have been erratic before this. Why did they, like... Did they go through, like, a voting process? Well, I... I, This is about the Pax Romana, not all... Yeah. Because here's the thing. Each one of these emperors... I mean, I've already gone past the all stories that... Stories within stories that could go on for hours each. I could go on any tangent that were... Each would be as as long as the Iliad. Exactly. So... Got it. Yeah. But that's just what it is. Yeah. That's what happened. yeah, into some Unfl- shit. Yeah, into, into some, some shit. shit. <laughs> uh, uh, appointed his horse to the Senate. Eventually, his bizarre and horrific behavior turned the Romans against him, obviously. <laughs> and in 41 CE, Caligula was assassinated by his own guard. Thank God. Shout out to that guard. Which, by the way, the Emperor's Guard, uh, which I forgot what it's called, and I, I would know the word if I saw it, and I, I don't, we're not really sure how it's pronounced anyway, but that guard has held a lot of power, because I think more than once, they made the definitive decision on who was appointed to be emperor next after someone. Wow. And that was just emperor's guard, so they, but they, for some reason, held a lot of power, even amongst the Senate. That's crazy. Or in the face of the Senate. And just because they guarded the emperor. Uh, well, I I guess, yeah. but I'm assuming other things, too, if, that, if they're able to decide, I don't know. Wow, I don't that's know. huge anyway, role. I would not expect a, a guard to play. Uh, yeah. Well, this was a group of guards. This isn't just one person, yeah. two people. This is a whole like it's like a private like a palace crew. army or something. Yeah, got it. Yeah. Anyway, um, so 
Now we jump to Claudius. Following the death of Caligula, there was talk among the Senate of restoring the Republic. But eventually Claudius was chosen to be the next ruler. And Claudius is one of those emperors that was chosen by the guard I just described. Uh, However, Claudius was plagued from the beginning as a result of having many defects. He drooled, stuttered, limped, and was constantly ill. The historian uh, Suetonius wrote, quote, Claudius's mother, Antonia, or Antoine, I think it's Antonia, I'll say Antonia, uh, often called him uh, a monster, a man whom nature had not finished, but had merely begun. Oh, damn. Uh, He, which is very poetic to describe. It's a poetic... Like, how fucked up your son yeah, is. Yeah, it's a poetic, like, and oh, how wow. how much you acknowledge that. Dolph is so fucked up. <laughs> like, <gosh>. Yeah. <laughs> no, let's, let's, <clears throat> we're going to repeat that. Thank you. Uh, a monster, a man whom nature had not finished, but had merely begun. Oh. Oh, my God. He was also secluded from the public throughout his youth. So he also had that disadvantage on his I head as so well. I feel so bad. Yeah. Why would did they ever like find out? Why? Unfortunately, probably incest. It, that's what I was thinking too. Because of Caligula, like yeah, the I'm mom, thinking, you dumb bitch. But anyway, <laughs> unfortunately for Claudius, just because he was now emperor didn't mean he was out of danger. He was by no means in the clear because his incredibly ambitious wife Agrippina uh, saw the time as ripe to get rid of him and poisoned him with a mushroom. Wow. Yeah. So she wanted the power. Got it. Uh, oh, well, I mean, of course, everybody house did. Of everybody shit. around the that's emperor did, I'm sure. Shit. I mean, that's why they were there. Yeah. Uh, apparently, the method of assassination took longer than expected, however, and he was poisoned once more. <laughs> so She's like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. with, uh, with Claudius finally gone, finally, yeah. uh, the title of emperor fell to his adopted son, L- Lucius, or Lucius uh, Domitus, uh, Ahen, uh, Ahenobarbus. That sounds like a, a word you read from like the Evil Dead book. Lucius Domitus Ahenobarbus. Or yeah. something from Harry you Potter. Just a bad something. guy from Harry you Potter. You just summoned something. Well, that's what that was. Uh, A.K.A. Nero Claudius Caesar. A.K.A. Nero. Ah. So this is Nero. Got it. Okay. Okay, so Nero. Since Nero was merely an adolescent uh, when he was appointed emperor, the earliest years of his reign were overseen and directed by Agrippina and Seneca, the Roman philosopher and statesman. So Agrippina definitely, she was like basically uh, empress regent or Got queen it. regent. Okay. So that's basically what she had to gain by killing her husband. Plus also, it's not like she's like killing off some good dick. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, her husband was like practically the elephant man. Yeah. So it's like, oh, bye. <laughs> like I get to Nature be empress. I get you. to be empress, and I don't have to hook up with that. Bye. <laughs> Mushrooms galore, bitch. All right. Um, I mean, if I didn't do it, someone else was gonna. Like that's so probably she how she sees well, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like yeah. I might as well. Anyway, it's like till it's death like, do us part. Here of, we yeah. go. <laughs> yeah. Spe- yeah. Instead of uh, it's like the casting couch, but instead of uh, oh. that version, instead of if I don't do it, some other girl will. It's like yeah. if I don't do it, some other empress will. <laughs> I gotta do it now. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah. That is so fucked. All right. So, and Seneca is just the philosopher and statesman. I guess she just liked him or was fucking him or yeah. both. Or, I don't know. In 62 CE, he married uh, Popeia. I'm, I'm Popeia. I'm Popeia. just going to say Popeia. I like it. 
uh, Nero married Papea in 64 CE. Uh, a great fire destroyed much of Rome. Legend says Nero had to destroy Rome himself with the fire in order to rebuild it, which... Mm. Okay. Seems so extra. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Nero had many enemies and multiple assassination plots set against him. Eventually, due to continued unrest within the government, though, his enemies reached a point to where they were inevitably going to depose and kill him. But before this could be accomplished, Nero committed suicide. Ah, he's like, I'll get to me first, yes. motherfuckers. And I tried... To- I, I, yeah, and it didn't say, you know, how, how in the couple of sources, because I was just looking up General Pax Romana. Got it. And I did look up independent emperors a little bit to look up some details, but I didn't look up the suicide. I didn't look up a couple of deaths, how they died. Got it. I'm just like, I don't... They, All these they people died. are dying. They're dead. Yeah. They've yeah. been dead for centuries. Who cares? <laughs> I'm moving on. It's not about that. It's about peace, damn it. Um, uh, I mean, we, we are already at 36 minutes. Oh, damn. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so on to Vespasian. Uh, keep in mind, complete control of the Roman Empire from Augustus to Nero was all based on a method of tyranny, usually of mili- of a military variety. Got it. So oh. even though it was like technically a peacetime, it was like the a military tyrannical was still government. Involved. Yeah, it was yeah. Like a military government. Exactly. Uh, now we have Flavius Vespa- uh, Vespasianus or Vespasian. He restored peace and stability to the empire following Nero. As Emperor Vespasian was very sound in his uh, financial dealings, uh, he restored the city and government of Rome. Unlike his predecessors, Vespasian died peacefully in his sleep. Wow. What a different ending for that guy. So he was not a tyrant. He did not he get like assassinated. He was a good emperor in the sense that he got a lot done. He yeah, got a lot of money. No one poisoned him, and nobody hated him enough to kill him. It was like chill. Wow. Like, if I'm going to be any Roman emperor, I'm going to be Vespasian. Yeah, absolutely. I don't care if I'm not out. good with numbers. I will learn, but I'll be him. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to be Caligula. No, even though Julius Caesar. No, no, that guy had All it figured right. out. Yeah. All right, now I could go on giving the same kind of brief, aka long descriptions of the the rest of the emperors because there's a few the, more. Oh yeah, but I'm not going to because I've already gone on long enough. But I'm going to give just a brief thing of the rest of them and then the five. Got so, it. or you'll understand the five. So next section called Titus, uh, Domitian, and the five. And I put in through in parentheses good emperors because it's technically the five good emperors. Okay, but I just said the five. These are your top five. Yeah, it's my way. It's like packs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then there was Titus, oldest son of uh, Vespasian. He was a capable leader despite a pr- uh, previous reputation of some violence and sexual debauchery. Uh, money poured into Rome during his rule, which he used for building for a building program. He also spent uh, huge sums to give uh, relief to the people of Pompeii and Herculaneum after the eruption of Mount Vesuvius, killing 4,000 people. Uh, after Titus came uh, Domitian, Titus's younger brother, 21 years younger. Wow. Yes. So, very different. Domitian yes. also produced a financially sound administration. Page turn. Uh, he erected and completed and restored over 50 buildings after fires and civil wars during his reign. He also took charge in the oversight and uh, authoritative control over the conduct and morals of Rome. 
uh, but his domestic accomplishments definitely earned him more respect than his military ones. All of his military campaigns were minor at best. Got they it. weren't really impressive. They it were was nothing like extravagant. Mainly defense, very small, and it's like, I just want to focus on the inside shit. I like the peace stuff. Like, you Let's know what? do that. I'll repaint the outside of the house later. <laughs> We need to repaper the walls. <laughs> Look at this. We can't this live is, with this. Uh, it's like 50s, but with mold. Uh. I'm not doing it. All right. Uh, in spite of all this success, one might be upset to learn he also was a murderer with a catalog of crimes that is long and various in its victims. He was eventually murdered in a, in a palace coup. Wow, he just started murdering people until the palace was like, so it's like done a, with you. Oh my goodness. Keep murdering people, stop it. Oh, You're leading a, a thing here. It's like, it's like that Three Billboards movie, No Redeemable Characters. Yeah, Except the Spazian. The Sp- <laughs> yeah, he was the gem. Yeah. The one that got away. He had like an uh, out of all the names, out of all the emperor names, he had like kind of an uh one. Not the worst, but not exactly. the best. Not the best for the a good Vespasian? emperor. Yeah. I was like... Uh, you, they, you know how many people are like, look at Vespasian, he's spazzing out. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, for sure, without a doubt. Uh-huh. That was... <laughs> okay, Vespastic. <laughs> he he must right. have had a tough high school life. Uh, you know it. <laughs> uh, and finally, we come to the five good emperors. Now, the five good emperors were the last five emperors of the Pax Romana and were basically the last series of Roman emperors that were all well-regarded and considered excellent. This era spanned from 96 CE to 180 CE, until the very end of it, basically. Got it. Uh, This series of emperors also won the support and cooperation of the Senate, which was something all previous emperors of the Pax failed to accomplish completely. Uh, These emperors were Nerva, Trajan, Hadrian, uh, Antoninus. I, I want to say Antonius, but it's Antoninus. Got it. Uh, Pius, 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 I don't know how to say his last name. And Marcus Aurelius, like okay. I said before at the beginning of this. Uh, despite this incredible stretch of peace, success, and sanity, uh, the empire was not without its problems, and in the course of time of these emperors, the the, the five... The good ones. Uh, ...did new and different pressures mount. Barbarian and... Barbarian forces were growing along with a considerable decline in the population of slaves and the army, thus no longer maintaining a force strong enough to defend the frontier. Oh, that's not good. Yeah. Uh, Commodus. All right. Even... Though Commodus is not included as an emperor of the five or even the Pax, I think it is fitting, especially given certain political situations today, uh, to give a brief overview of the end of the Pax Romana and see where all that progress and success ended up. Oh, I I wonder how this ends. Uh, Now, Commodus himself was a throwback to Caligula and Nero. God. Yay! So he was crazy in the head. Yeah. Wonderful. Uh, he began to dress like the god Hercules, wearing lion skins and carrying a club. Oh my god, like Tarzan almost. Are you kidding me? <laughs> uh, he, he was extremely corrupt and not well received by the Roman people. Believing he was literally Hercules reincarnated, he took uh, to giving uh, gladiatorial performances, slaying the crippled and animals in the arena. Oh my god, are you kidding me? No. 
He yeah. would slay crippled people? Yeah. Oh, like, that is and, so... Like, what a fucking coward. Why don't you fight someone your own size, you... St- someone oh, who's like... That's not even scary. That's like, no. you're just evil. That is Fuck so you. fucked. Oh. I am Hercules. Bring uh, me a handicapped this, person. And, like, yeah, obviously, <laughs> as like we just described, this brought much negative attention. Of course. <laughs> he also declared that this age was from then henceforth to be known as, quote, the Golden Age. Commodus was eventually strangled to death in his bath by Narcissus, an athlete. Thank God. Thank God for Narcissus. Um, I say Narcissus. Narcissus. Um, thank God for Narcissism. I mean, he was an athlete, so he probably looked pretty good. Yeah, you know he looked good. Yeah. He probably... Now, Maybe he now, was Narcissus. You know what? Now I'm thinking of the blonde guy in the gold Speedo in uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show. <laughs> Why? But he was way too tan, though. Yes. If he was a little bit paler, he'd be perfect. I'm thinking of Just because, like, you know he's not that tan naturally. If he was that no. tan, I mean, ugh. <laughs> No, thank you, Mr. Orange Man. With the damage of Commodus's reign, as well as the weakening state of the empire anyway, Rome had lost any semblance of the Pax Romana. Peace from that point would seem a distant memory, while the empire would plunge into chaos and decline. <sighs> and that is my Pax Romana. Rip to that. It shows, like, no matter how much progress you can make, one unstable leader can just fuck it all up. Uh, by just killing uh, some clearly. handicapped person, I think that's the moral of this. I don't think we're quite. No, I'm not saying yet, like I'm not like, saying like, yeah. but I'm just saying these great empires throughout history. You know, you can see how much yeah. progress they make, and just like the one little mistake can tear it all down, and that's just like yeah, something crazy. Mm-hmm. I remember you remember when we were watching The Crown on yeah. Netflix, and there was like I think it was first or second episode where her dad like like croaks from like cancer or something. And her grandmother is writing her a letter, and it's like, uh, dear Lilibet, uh, you, you know, you have to be careful now, and blah, 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 and all those fancy words she yeah. said. And then I remember this part, she's like, I remember, you know, or no, I remember, or may, yeah, no, I have witnessed three monarchies brought down from the failures of be, not being able to put aside personal indulgences and sacrifice, <laughs> or whatever the fuck she said. And I was just like, oh, shit. <laughs> and I'm like, oh man, you don't get to be you. No. So it's like, I, it kind of made me think of that the way yeah. we were talking about it. Like, yeah, one mistake. and Absolutely. And just top one empire. A Although peaceful Elizabeth, empire. she's still kicking. She's 90,000 years old and hey, she's still with us. I want to know what fountain she drank from. That's my she's question. She's still Where with did us. you find it? I want the fountain of youth. But uh, no, that's crazy. And it's kind of, it's kind of just sad, I guess, just seeing that go down. But yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. And, well, and also what I think is sad is that a lot of we I, we still don't know all of the things that they advance, all the technologies and advancements that they made. All we just discoveries. know we know a lot of the things, yeah. but we don't know everything. No, and a lot of things have been forgotten and have have yet to be rediscovered. Yeah. So, I think it's sad that not only have they been lost and not used anymore, but like completely lost to time and out of memory. So it's like, oh, we have to rediscover. Like yeah. we already did it once, and in a more primitive state, and we have to redo it now rediscover with iPods. What they learned. <laughs> with all this new technology that we discovered, what the I hell? I mean, I'm wearing headphones for Christ's sake. What do you mean? I I can't oh. uh, do the the water sandstone thing. <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, anyway, so that is my history for the week. Wow. Um, yeah, very and, interesting, especially yeah. the the Herculean reincarnation, because reincarnation is what my mystery is I, about. 
I, I there would have been if I lived back then they, they totally would have chopped my head and hands off first because there would have been so much eye rolling from my camp like he's Hercules I just like, <laughs> yeah like, yeah <laughs> I've heard that before it's not the first guy who claimed that you know you're not the first psycho you think you're original you think you're original I've been around for eighty years okay and I remember Caligula I like how you're you know, old man in worse. this yeah I like how you're old man in well, this well I'm an old man rather anyway, than so. true true. <laughs> All right, so All right. Uh, on to mystery. What is it, good sir? So my mystery for the week is the Pollock twins. Haven't heard of it. Haven't heard of oh, it. Oh, and you pa- I know why you paused that like that. I did. Oh, my God. We discussed this last night. And now I'm scared. Because, like, okay, so you said this last night, and it's it's spelled P-O-L-L-O-C-K. Yes. T-W-I-N-S. Um, <laughs> and... Uh, um, Last night I asked you because we know we have to know the names of each other's history yeah, mystery just because we, we make sure because we both each have lists yes, exactly. of history that we're due so we're not scrambling each week to figure out what we're gonna do. So I ask him. He says, "Oh, I'm doing the Pollock twins," <laughs> and, and I'm like, "Wait, no, 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 maybe maybe I'm <laughs> call me maybe I'm just five years older than you, but." I don't think you can say that. <laughs> the Pollock twins? You can't say that. That's, that's as you like say a it derogatory twice. As you say it twice. Polish people. You know? I mean, no. It's like, it's like the difference between like, oh, he's Jewish and oh, he's a Jew. <laughs> you know? It's just, come on. You're Help right. me out here. All right. Yeah. Um, and, but then, and then, but then you were like, oh, okay. And you <laughs> laughed and then you were like, oh, shit. And then just now I thought it was funny. You paused. You were all like the, the yeah, Pollock I twins. Pollock twins. Because mm. now I feel like it's just in my mind. I'm like, don't fuck it up. You're just piss someone off. Because you also know you want to say But then you said it so twice bad. and now I feel a lot better. Because I haven't said it at all. So, say it. Say it. No. Say it. Pollock twins. Thank you. So Wait, what, jo- what is their name? Pollock. Okay. Not gonna say it. <laughs> Not gonna say it. I'm gonna fall. For the your way trap. you turned your head was like so, like maniacal cheesy. I loved it. <laughs> so John and Florence Pollock were a married couple who had two daughters, Joanna, born in 1946, and Jacqueline, born in 1951. The girls were very close uh, to each other. Joanna would act like a mom to Jacqueline. They went everywhere together. They loved to brush each other's hair. You know, like, all the other, like, typical little girl stuff you'd see from any typical family. Yeah, tea uh, parties and shit. Tea parties, hell yeah. Uh, so at the age of Be three, nice to my teddy bear. He's a guest here. Uh, at the age of three, Jacqueline fell off a bucket, stumbling, causing a gash on her forehead that resulted in a scar above her eyebrow. I have one of those. You have a scar? Yeah, above my eyebrow. I had a get. Yeah, see, it's a tiny little one. It's, like, over... Oh, it's in the shadows. Yeah, it's very faint now because it happened. What when happened? I was little, little, little. Did the dark lord I was actually you? no. I uh, wa- was pushed by another little kid into the corner of a table in a classroom. Oh, and I had to go to the hospital and get stitches. Fun. And uh, I think I was like five How when that old, happened. Why did the other kid push you? She was a bitch. Ah, fuck her. Wherever she's at in life. If she's listening <laughs> now, you know who you are. Because she was a loud bratty bitch. We didn't forget. <laughs> we haven't forgotten about you. I haven't forgotten. Oh, 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 ooh, ooh, ooh. And I remember. I remember this, too. Um, <laughs> uh, be- before, they actually took the time to fucking do this shit with me, which I thought was fucking stupid, because I was going to have to go to the hospital anyway. Yeah. So why are we 
uh, taking the time. But I had like some gauze and uh, some bandages uh, in my hand, and I was holding it to my forehead to keep the blood in and stop the flow. Oh yeah, and stop the flow. Uh, oh god. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, stop the flow of blood. Uh, and. Uh, on the way out through the main entrance, we walked by my classroom, and so they stopped me there real quick, and the entire class, which would normally be in nap time or recess or whatever, were all sitting at the tables, quiet, and the teacher was, like, scornfully looking at the little girl who pushed me, and she was sitting, and she had, like, had a sad look on her face, and then they stopped me in the doorway, and she, the teacher said, what do you have to say to him? And then she looks up at me all, like, sad with, like, puppy dog eyes, and she's like... I'm sorry, Ian. What'd you say? Well, I'm still crying at that point because I'm in pain yes. and I'm bleeding from my head. Yes. And I'm five. And in my and literally when she said I'm sorry, I felt rage <laughs> build up. And my I felt my face turn red. And in my head I'm like, I, I did I'm five, so I didn't have the words to, to describe to, to articulate this. But if I could have looking back, I definitely would have been like, Fuck you're sorry, you little cunt. <laughs> I didn't say cunt. All right. No, sorry. I would hope not. Sorry. At an age of sorry. five. You, anyway, no, my mom's going to be mad Your mom is going to listen to this. She, yeah, and she's going to be pissed. Disappointed. Um, not only did I say the C word, I said it on my show. Yeah. Uh, our show. Yeah. Loud at that. Yes, I did. But, but. <laughs> the girl was being the C word. But when she said sorry, that's how much I did not give a fuck <laughs> when I was five. That's the kind of rage. That I had broiling inside me. At the age of five. Uh, yeah. Well, but... I am part Irish, so. <laughs> so. It's always there. Oh, my gosh. Well, anyway. damn. Fuck her. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Sorry. So, uh, we we covered that uh, Jacqueline scar. Uh, Joanna also had a very distinct birthmark on the left side of her waist, and these two things will come into play later on. Uh, okay. So, this family was very religious, uh, they followed Catholicism. Uh, John was basically a the husband was basically a, like a really intense believer of Catholicism, but he also believed in reincarnation a lot. Even when he was a kid, throughout growing up, he was thought reincarnation was a thing, and that a lot of people didn't really know about it. And he would always argue with the priests if the priests are the right term for Catholicism. Yes, I don't know. priest, good. Uh, fathers, <laughs> but same would, thing. Got it. Brothers too. Seriously? And sisters. Sisters are nuns. What about uncles? I'm just kidding. Uh, that's a different type of molest. That's a different type of molester <laughs> altogether. Same, same boat, all of them. But uh, but so he would always have these arguments with uh, pre- preachers or uh, about re- reincarnation and but so that was always his like his belief. But his wife was never about that life. She was just like, no, that's dumb. That's not a thing. Uh, so in 1957. When the two girls were walking to church with a friend, all three were struck by a car and killed instantly. What? Yes. <gasps> all three were killed instantly? Instantly. Oh my goodness. Yes. Well, on purpose? Obviously. I mean. Well, the 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 girl driving the uh, the car was a mother <gasps> was, a woman. Who, oh. was a mother who was forcibly removed from her children due to probably her unstable acts. Oh. So she wanted to kill herself naturally, so she took a Cuz she killed she, these three girls. She well, no, she thought what she was going to do was take a shit ton like of drugs of aspirin was this trick she took and then just drive and then she'll like just drive into something that was her thing and like lose control and then just die it was very great it was a very great weird way sound to do it. plan yeah so she took enough obviously but she took enough to really inca- incapacitate her to drive so that so i didn't take enough to kill me i just took enough to, to kill, kill three you kids yes absolutely yeah. okay so uh 
yeah, and uh, all these three kids died, and the case was very popular around Britain. Uh, the incident almost teared the family apart because the husband was like all about the reincarnation shit again, and the wife was not having it. She was not, but. The, what was weird about this is this happened in 1957, and in 1958, she gave birth to two girls, to two twin girls. So they they got pregnant pretty quick after this. It was maybe how they how they kind of coped with all this stuff. But uh, so she uh, quickly became pregnant and gave birth to two twin girls. The girls were named Jillian and Jennifer. Oddly enough, Jennifer had exactly the same uh, had a mark exactly the same place Jacqueline had her scar. So the that's awesome. Mark. But real quick, just because you're fertile, Myrtle doesn't mean reincarnation's real. No, exactly. No, okay. no, no, I'm getting. <laughs> uh, there, I'm getting to the doubts about this whole thing. But there's also some realistic, like, wait a second, types of things as well. Okay. Uh, uh, oddly, and again, the mom didn't believe in reincarnation. Uh, Jennifer, so basically, Jennifer had the same mark as Jacqueline, and. Uh, Jillian had the same birthmark in the same location Joanna had hers so above mm. her waist in the okay. exact same spot so the parents were like alright they just chalked up to a random occurrence and they're like this is I guess just normal it's fine uh, then the girls started to speak about things that they wouldn't have no idea about at the age of three so for example uh, oh. they were giving Joanna and Jacqueline old toys and they kind of just sprawled them out Yeah. and both girls took the toys that uh, Joanna and Jacqueline would take. So Jillian would take. Oh, that were theirs. That were theirs. That were theirs that would, each. Originally, the girls. They <gasps> oh, never fought over the toys. Oh, that's creepy. It is. It's incredibly Ooh. creepy. Oh and no, uh-uh. so these toys weren't given to them during Christmas time or anything. It was given to them like at a. Although that would be like, oh my god, that is like the cheapest Christmas ever. Absolutely though. right. You should do that. It was basically they had these toys in the attic and they're like, here, girls. Here, like here. if your first set of kids die, and then you give them the other. Totally, oh, don't get rid of that shit. Like even if you're not like Fertile Myrtle in this exactly. family, and it takes a minute, like you never give it. Like five years and exactly. then get rid of the shit. So just put it in the attic. They basically gave the toys to them and then they just played with them what their counterparts ideally would play with. And what they said too was like, oh, this is from Santa. And they didn't get it during Christmas time. They got it through like the middle of the year. And then the parents were like, the the original girls got it for Christmas, these toys for Christmas. Like the first time it was The first given. time, yeah, the first time it was given to, to Jacqueline and Joanna. It was given at Christmas and the girls were claiming that Santa gave it to them. And it was the middle of the as middle of the year, and so it was just like how how did they know that each of their toys was their toy? How come they never really fought over? Hey, this is my toy. It was like they had their own set of toys, which is what the previous girls had, and the exact same kind of correlation with it. So looking like Fertile Myrtle is giving birth to a couple of second chance salads. Right. <laughs> I love the alliteration. Do more. Oh, thank you. I'll try. <laughs> You're like a poet. Uh, oh, thank you. Gee, I'm like Virgil. <laughs> uh, so, I, uh, so after the Santa occurrence and everything, both girls also knew eerily a lot about the car crash that happened. So there was one instance. I would hate to remember that. Yeah. Well, they would just kind of say like they would didn't really know. The oh, parents okay. didn't tell them about the car crash. They just kind of told them like, hey, we had these girls. They passed away. All this stuff. But they never really told him in detail of what happened. So they were, uh, hold on here. So, for example, Jillian was cradling, cradling uh, Jennifer's head in her lap. And then she was basically saying, like, oh, the car hit you right here and smashed your head. Like, and they're like three or four. And then so the, the, guy, the dad's just like, what the fuck? How would she know this? And then the girl also said, you were bleeding from your eyes. 
And the dad also recalls going to the scene of the crime to identify Bleeding the body. from your eyes. Speaking then, of being Catholic, you know all those horror movies where the statues and the... Right, and then you got... Bleeding eyes. Eye blood. Crying blood. Eye blood. And so... Eye blood. <laughs> uh, they, uh... She was... The dad didn't know how they could know that this girl was bleeding from their eyes because that's what he saw when he, like, looked at the body to identify it and everything. Mm-hmm. So, uh... And they knew nothing about the accident. It was also... There was also... They had a huge phobia of cars in general. They were always very... Well, this is how good kids are. They're very cautious about crossing the street and everything. But there was a couple instances where a car would start start up, and then they would scream and get very frightened and be like, the car's coming for us. So it's like stuff like that would happen. Uh, another eerie example is Jillian pointing uh, to Jennifer's birthmark and saying, that's where Jacqueline hit her head and fell off the bucket. It was very, very just like... How did you know of such a occurrence of something so particular about what she fell off of, what happened? So it was very, uh, so basically the parents started inviting all these people to investigate this weird occurrence. Yeah. Uh, another instance about it, after, before the investigation started that I want to get out there, is the family moved when the twins were babies from away where Jacqueline and Joanna lived. They moved away from that town. They moved to another town. When the when the girls were a little bit the twins were a little bit older they uh, went back to the town to visit family, and the girls made a, uh, a claim that they wanted to go play at the park across town. But this is the first time they've ever been to town, and they didn't see that park at all. But they knew exactly how to get there, hmm. and they knew what was there and like what objects they wanted to play with in particular. Okay. And yeah. it was the objects that the girls usually try to play with, like the swing set stuff like that. Yeah, same thing with the toys, just with exactly. the playground. Exactly, and so. Uh, uh, they basically had someone to investigate the claims and everything. And there was a lot of criticism about this whole thing because a lot of people were like, well, the dad was always kind of into reincarnation. It wouldn't be a far-fetched that he was like, oh, well, hey, they're, you know, reincarnated. But they And also they assume, like, of course he believes it already, and of course he's going to do that because it'll make it less sad for him. Exactly. So they thought it was yeah. a coping thing. But what a lot of people can't get their... Uh, their minds around was the birthmarks that is a super rare thing for twins that isn't even like there's there's no like history of twins in their family they give birth to twins and both these twins had these birthmarks where a scar was and where another birthmark was and it was identical and they said that the probability for that to happen was like almost next to nothing like there was no chance about that to happen wow and so uh so there's a lot of people that kind of say that uh, this was a, a reincarnation type of thing. But as the girls grew older, like around five to seven, their memories about everything that happened, they stopped saying less stuff. So now, like, they were in their 20s and they had an interview about it. And they claim that they do not believe in reincarnation, but they believe what their parents stated and what they well, said. Well, also, but if you think about it, let's let's think, of, let, just for argument's sake, yeah. let's say reincarnation is real and that is what happened. Yeah. Of course, those memories are going to minimize because those kind of young child memories, they, they, they minimize as you get older anyway. Yeah. And on top of that, but like you can't expect to keep on with a previous memory that only reached a certain point because you're still growing past that point that yep. that memory went to. So now you're creating your own again. Yep. That's, you know, I think that partially may explain that. Yeah. But, oh, yeah. but that's, I don't know. Argument for the other side. No, very true. And that's uh, um, another thing, too, was, like, they, they believe that their parents were telling the truth in the sense of, like, yeah, we don't know really what that was. Like, it kind of stopped after a little bit. But 
we don't know what it was. Yeah, because they only lived a little yeah, bit. <laughs> exactly. No, it's really though. And uh, so, even one of the girls, when she was in her twenties, made a claim about having a recent dream about her playing with because uh, they had brothers as well. But there was her playing with a brother in this like sand pit area. Wait, they have brothers. Where are they on all this? They weren't. They weren't hit or anything. Yeah, but where they're just just. Oh, we're all they're, playing football. They're, they're brothers, yeah, but they're brothers, but they have no, nothing to do with this, this situation. No, well, just, I just find it funny that you're just now entering the story. Oh, sorry, there was no reason, there was no way to bring him up, you know? But uh, So a family of blah, 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 blah consisting of these it's, children. It's about two daughters, okay? Who cares about the sons? About a they didn't die. How dare you? They didn't get hit How by a car. How dare you? It How is a, dare you? It's about these girls. Make it about you? the guys. It is about a family. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god okay but this is just kind of a side note and she was uh basically had a almost a dream about playing in this like sand pit with her brother when he was really little mm-hmm. they did she and she ended up telling her parents about it and it was basically the old house that joanna and jacqueline stayed at and then they had a sand pit hmm. okay. and so it was like one of those things and then she never played in that sand pit so it was like something that she like remembered down the road and she claimed that happened she and she was like you know what? i don't know what the fuck that was about I don't know. This case is just kind of odd in general. And the family seems like pretty, because uh, at first, when I first read this whole entire thing, I wasn't going to do it because I was like, well, the dad was, seems pretty fanatical about like reincarnation. Yeah. But with this, with when they do investigations about this entire thing and people are coming up with, yeah, I have no idea. How like, they, even if you take him entirely outside of it, yeah. it's still it's an still odd, there's some there's some weird occurrences. Going on. Yes. Yeah. Cool. There's some weird occurrences. Okay. But uh, yeah, and so a lot of, even today, this is one of the most like cases a lot of people use because i guess there's a lot of cases of reincarnation out there there's somewhere yeah and, no and, i've heard of i mean i've even seen on tv which i mean you can only take with a grain of salt yeah. of course but um uh, you know where like i saw on this one like ghost history show i think it was something like that it was years ago now that i saw it but like uh this family gave birth to a boy and as the boy started to be able to communicate and talk and draw and walk and do things and uh, he uh, said certain things and had certain memories that were A, he couldn't have had because they were in no way related to his life in any way or the family and B, uh, were way older yeah. and sophisticated than he and it was like he was a reincarnation of uh, uh, the architect who designed Titanic the ill-fated oh, ship oh damn and he and a lot of listeners, you know, uh, you know, or people who are interested in that kind of stuff would probably uh, know exactly what show I'm talking about. And yeah. you know, if you do, please email us and let us know. Email uh, what show and episode that is because it was really cool watching. I was like, oh shit! But like, basically, like since he was a ship architect, a ship designer, he would he only ref- he didn't say right and left. He said port and starboard oh wow instead and the little kid said that too wow all the time he didn't say right or left he said port and starboard i don't know which is yeah which is which which, but whatever and he also had very 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 distressful memories and outbursts of emotion bad emotion when I guess having memories of people that died, yeah, and being like, "Oh, it was our fault. We killed them." Like, oh, you know, it was so horrible. <laughs> and uh, then also, uh, just other little things like that. Wow. And it was just really now that's not necessarily reincarnation from necessarily the same person 
immediately into the next same family exactly. into the same this is like reincarnation of someone like a hundred years yeah. later into a family and but still it's something that i think is similar exactly oh, but anyway yeah. absolutely yeah. and i think i read there's, there's like 800 cases of reincarnation but out of all those 800 this is one of the stronger ones that they would claim as a hey there's proof for reincarnation because of these girls yeah but uh but yeah so it, i don't know it's it's up in the air for me i i really i was really interested about the whole birthmarks because that is something that i can't get past yeah i can't explain that and that's something that i think speaks for itself in and a that's lot of and ways. that's like physical that's a physical it's manifestation a physical that's, thing yeah that's medical yep you know biological it's yep how do you? It's the same exact thing too. Like exactly, and then the toys thing. I thought. Or what happen. if? What what if this is really fucked up? What if the reality is is that the it, parents gave that to them? Like the previous. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> the pre the previous kids had birthmarks in those spots, and then the new kids had, and the old kids are dead. Yeah. So they, it's not like oh, let's just refer back. Yeah. Those kids are gone, so they have birthmarks in places that are in the same area yeah but let's say they're like an inch and a half off the mark so that's technically still and especially on children children do not have big bodies it's no. not like so an inch and a half is like a, a like yeah a big but still i think slight enough if you don't have that reference to go back and check exactly that like oh it's the same spot when Got really it. it's like it's close yeah but it's not the same spot and that's just what happened yeah but at the same time, a mole to still appear in that area, the same shit. It's still pretty incredible. Yeah. I but just, but is it's it very exact? Rare. It's very rare. We don't know. No, it's not. I mean, of course, we don't know. But I, I don't imagine. Even we it know. being around the same location, I feel like, in the same, like, like, especially right of the face or left of the hip, both in that same location, like, it's still, like, something pretty wild. What about, what, okay, so what if... <laughs> What if this these girls were born and they were just covered in moles anyway? And it's like, they got a mole on that spot. Same as our last year would be like, yeah, but they got moles everywhere. <laughs> That's not... Yeah? No. Well, <laughs> clearly it's not reincarnated because the last, the last girl didn't have moles everywhere. So clearly it's not. Yeah. Her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It could have been a lot of things. But... Wow, that's fascinating. Yes. And that that's definitely an interesting mystery too because... I don't think that's something, at least not in our lifetime, is that something that we can approach understanding no. or knowing for or sure. Yeah, no, for sure, ever, It's really. just people, I think it's one of those things people will have their beliefs. Claims about, yeah, exactly. People who say it's all fake and bullshit and he was a fanatic because either A, that's what they truly believe, or B, they don't want to sound crazy themselves. Yeah. Or B, or the second option, uh, which would be I do believe in it, and that is what happened, and it wasn't as sad because of that. Yeah. Give second chance, Sally, like I said. Exactly. Um, Spend some time with your and, But also, it raises a question, as many times as you could use reincarnation to, like, give people a second chance, how come it doesn't... 800 cases... It doesn't happen every time, yeah. You know, however, out of 800 cases that we have found so far, and with the kind of... I don't imagine there's a scrutinous eye on this, oh, scientifically. Yeah. Exactly. So, I imagine there's more, but even with... Even if this is the tip of the iceberg, I'm at, like, do it more. Like, know, do you know how many right? tragic stories Not, are out there? Right. <laughs> we could use this a or lot more, people. Or maybe the person who died was, like, got back wherever they came from and was all like, hey, it was a shithole down there. <laughs> I'm not... I'm not going back. No, what gets me, too, is because there was a boy that they traveled with when they got hit by the car, 
and he died as well. Oh, I thought you meant travel with, like, in the afterlife. No, yes, they all traveled in the afterlife together because they all died at the same yeah. time. But my yeah. thing is, like, these two girls were, like, returned back, quote-unquote, returned. So three, and then that but boy. Three girls, it was three girls who were hit and killed, right, by the truck? Two girls. Two, two girls, girls and a boy. Oh, okay. Two girls and a boy, they're friends. Did the boy get reincarnated? No. <gasps> I know. Oh, like, what that's shitty. so fucked up. Like, you see all his parents, no, like, in the was, papers no. and everything. You know and, what? Like, the Titanic architect took his fucking shot. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah, absolutely. Took that Mr. body. Andrews, you dick. <laughs> oh, I'll go down with the shit, but I'm not going down this time. I go down with the spiritual world. Uh uh-uh. uh. This is my second chance. <laughs> Fuck off, kid. I waited for this. Ugh. <laughs> but yeah, that's my uh, mystery. Awesome. Well, perfect. Well, that well. concludes another episode of Historical and M- Mysterious with Ian and Jay. With Janian. Yes. <laughs> um, well, as I say on uh, every episode, send us an email. Um, like you know, and subscribe. Like and subscribe. Rate and review us, yes, please. Yes, rate and review. It really review. helps. That's I'll fun. leave uh, an email link in the description of this podcast. You just click on that. Send us a message. We'd love to hear from you. Yes. Uh, yeah, please uh, You know, download the show. Subscribe. It really helps. Tell your friends. Um, yeah, tell all your friends. And we'll yeah, thanks for listening. Years. We really yeah. appreciate it. You know, we've got a few... Return listeners, it looks like. Exactly, and it's so, not good to see. Get those to be more. and Absolutely, get the ball rolling. Yeah. But it's good that we have... Because we enjoy doing this. We yes. enjoy... It's like doing a book report each week. But, but cool it's still... It's kind of fun. Yes. It's a cool it's a book report. It's a fun book yeah. report. And you get to tell yeah. other people about it, which is co- yeah. cool, too. But yeah, <laughs> share some knowledge. <laughs> anyway, well, uh, I guess that's it for this week, and uh, I we will talk to you later. Bye. Bye, guys.